Hey, homegirls. Welcome. This is the first episode of Homegirl, Let's Talk. My name is Krista, and let's get started with the podcast. So, let's take a minute and take some deep breaths to start our podcast. In through your nose for four. Hold it for four. Out for four. Hold that. How are you feeling today? I'm super excited to start this podcast. Um, A little bit about why I'm starting this podcast. I recently found out, um, or (laughs) it's weird to say, I've had a lot of trouble um, communicating. Um, There are some friends that know um, the random boss that needs to know. Um, and it's not because I'm ashamed of it, but because there's so much stigma around diagnosed with bipolar 2, um, which means I experience hypomanic symptoms, um, meaning that I have this burst of energy, this on top of the world feeling, but I don't necessarily lose grounding. And on the other end of the spectrum, I have really low lows, like horrible. And um, it's been a struggle for my whole life to try to figure out what's wrong with me. Like, what makes me wholly unmotivated? What makes me the roid rage, like, crazy person when I have a period or what I thought had to do with my period, I later found out didn't. Uh, Mental health, but, like, self-care and really just, like, a homegirl. Like, you know, let's check in, let's be friends, let's talk, let's get to know each other. Um, But today, um, in introducing myself and my diagnosis and everything that's going on with me, I'd like to talk about the road to diagnosis, um, the road to medication, and like what we can do right now because it's a long process. So um, I first brought my concerns to my primary care physician Um, about my concentration issues, like having a hard time even listening on the phone, like something that I would enjoy was really hard for me to do. Um, I have always, or since my adulthood, have had a lot of issues with um, saving, retaining money, Um, I can go through periods where it's like, I don't spend anything, and this whole, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, um, you know, kind of becoming that person around what I'm doing, like, pole, I did, um, pole months of deciding to start pole dancing classes. I bought myself a $600 pole. (laughs) because I um, 
like to become that person of what I'm doing and um at first you know you think issues um and when I brought some of like my concerns up to my physician she had some questions of her own and you know I'm very thankful for my physician Dr. Thomas she's awesome um because she um, really started me down the pending what's going on with me and better being able to carry the load of what's going on with me and um, manage it, um, which was not something that I had the tools to do before. I was um, constantly mixed diagnosed with anxiety and depression um, because a lot of times especially with bipolar, um, manic phase, if you're in bipolar one disorder, um, you feel great, right? You feel on top of the world, like, you're doing all these things, like, you have this insane energy that, like, buzzes through you, so, um, of course, because you're starting to feel bad, like, those things are, like, far removed from your mind at the time, but pretty much following the hypomanic or the manic event you realize things weren't like as great as you thought they were like you were oversharing with your co-workers and people you're not close to sexual pursuit with someone and um after coming out of that phase you're you know really ashamed of what you did or like um what transpired between you and that person um maybe you spent a lot of money on some hobby that you thought was like this is a core part of my personality and now you're kind of realizing that hey I don't even know if I like this you know um <laughs> it, it really is like that hard you know so I went to my primary care physician you're gonna notice that I get off topic a lot it could be because of my bipolar 2 diagnosis we're also still trying to figure out if I have ADHD or it could just be like a personality trait I get all over the place um I will keep you guys updated as I find out more like with my diagnosis, um, I want to be internet friends and I want to be able to be transparent with you guys so that you have someone to kind of talk slash listen to. I know you can't talk back, but maybe we could like um, eventually get to the point where I maybe answer questions on the podcast. Let me get some listeners first and then we'll talk. <laughs> um, but I want to be a place for um, us to be able to be transparent about what's going on with us, about the struggles that are involved with not even just like bipolar disorder, whether you have anxiety or depression or PMDD, post-traumatic stress disorder, schizophrenia. I want to be a hub for mental health and emotional health too. So anyway, let's get back on track. <laughs> so I went to my physician in December um, 
with those concerns that we talked about before. She asked some other questions, which led her to refer me to a psychiatrist. If you guys have never tried to see a psychiatrist before, it is extremely difficult. It is so frustratingly difficult, especially when you're in the space where you really need that help from that physician but there are so few of them um and they're so bombarded with many people who you know need help that um it can kind of take a long time to get in so originally my appointment wasn't scheduled until august i think i want to say like the third week in august so Um, I talked to the front office and they said the only way to get bumped up is to continue to call and see if something opens up. So um, fast forward a couple of months, I went through an extremely horrible depressive spell. Something like I hadn't experienced so deeply before in my life. So I talked to my primary care physician um, and my OB, and my OB ended up putting me on Zoloft. So at first, um, we were thinking that I might have PMDD, which I could possibly still have. We're still figuring everything out. Um, So they put me on Zoloft. I started at... 25 milligrams and I felt like it was really helping in terms of my anxiety but I didn't really feel any effects for my depression in the meantime I'm still waiting to see my psychiatrist I finally decide to see the physician assistant that works in the same office underneath the psychiatrist um, because I could get in sooner to see her and I, the waiting process, I'm telling you, is horrible, and you talk about it a little bit more, but um, a little bit of the process to, like, medicating and, you know, healing yourself is really long, too. It's a long road, but I feel like it's worth it when you find something that works for you. So, I ended up getting in to see my psychiatrist in June, or the physician's assistant. Um, At first, I was kind of a little bit down because even after getting to my appointment, there are things that they can't do within the office that I had to go to an outside office for. So, for my psychoanalytical testing I'm not sure if that's the right word whatever whatever we're friends now so (laughs) um that testing has to be done off-site so then it was a mission to find a facility that was covered by my insurance and I could get that testing done. 
because it is an, a very expensive test. I found a place covered by my insurance that I could get into and I'm still waiting for my intake appointment, um, which is at the end of October. It's a long game for your diagnosis. I'm going on a, almost 11 months um, and you know, I'm still not completely diagnosed. Um, I'm not completely stably on medication. Um, and, uh, we didn't end up diagnosing anything the first session. It was just, she wanted to get a complete history. So we spent a lot of time talking about things and, um, she let me know how to contact her, what to do for our next steps. So the next time that I met back up with her was for a video visit appointment because um, we had talked about getting on Wellbutrin and running the Wellbutrin and the Zoloft together to kind of alleviate some of the symptoms involved with both disorders because off-label you can use Wellbutrin to treat um, ADHD for sure, but it can be used um, in some cases for bipolar disorder as well. Um, so when I went in, I it was the first time that I was seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist or a primary care physician when I was going through a hypomanic uh, episode and through research um, and prior sessions with the PA, I was able to kind of clock some of my symptoms because it's rather hard to do. Um, a little bit easier, I think, for bipolar 2 patients, but I'm not sure. I don't want to say for certain, but it's um, definitely because it's milder. I think um, I can definitely like see the shift. Um, anyway, um, we discussed some of the symptoms involved and she prescribed Lamictal. So we're going, we're talking about, we're talking about the third medication and this is the second medication that I'm taking. Um, so I remained on the Zoloft and we added the Lamictal. Um, I was very like hesitant to start the Lamictal because it does have a very low percentage of people who develop um, a life-threatening skin disorder. So my anxiety made me procrastinate on taking that med at first. I was like, mm -mm, no, your girl is not having a skin-eating, flesh-eating disease. Um, organ failure like obviously these things are very very low chances but they're stressful things nonetheless of course so I finally started taking the medication and in about 25% of people they experience allergic reaction to the lamictal non-life-threatening but you need to stop immediately so that it doesn't become life-threatening um and within 
two doses. So on the second day of taking the medication, I experienced rashes all over my body. Um, and obviously there are a million different medications out there, but I was very excited to take this medication because I have some um, ED uh, trigger warning. Um, I have like some issues with weight from childhood and was very concerned about the um, potential for weight gain involved in like bipolar medication. Um, Lamictal is actually um, been shown to have common weight loss as a side effect and um, is neutral to weight gain. Um, so, um, my, the physician assistant was very excited to try that one first before we try anything else. So we're not adding the added stress, just not just for me personally, but she says she does this for all her patients, but the added stress of like, you know, you're trying to get your symptoms under control and then you have that added stress of possible weight gain. So, <laughs> obviously I had to stop the lamictal after I got the rashes. Um, I waited for another month to start, to meet, to start a new medication. So, I met with my physician assistant again recently, about a little over a week ago. And we talked about going on Abilify. Um, so Abilify is what I'm currently taking. Um, Abilify is an antipsychotic. Um, I believe that it works as a dopamine agonist. So that means that it takes some dopamine away from the brain, but it also gives some dopamine to kind of help balance those shifts in mood um and so far I haven't noticed any um it's supposed to be weight neutral but has been shown um in some patients to cause weight gain I I haven't noticed any weight gain um truthfully it's increased my motivation at least to do things that I want to do right um because um you know we're still adjusting the medication it's very new but it's it I believe starts working in your system after three to five days or so um so I've noticed like an increased like productivity i want to do something every day whereas before it was a struggle to brush my teeth like <laughs> I might you know I know it sounds gross but I was really struggling and I might spend my entire day laying on the couch or you know watching tv mindlessly or ordering DoorDash five times a day uh, because I just couldn't expend the energy to like get up and walk to my car, you know, um, the, uh, gratification of, of ordering something on DoorDash was exciting, you know? So 
ever since I started taking this medication, every day I'm like getting up, I'm doing my morning routine, I'm focusing on my skincare, and we're going to talk about this stuff later because these are the things that provide that sense of happiness in the short term. We wait for our diagnosis, while we wait for medication, while we wait for our treatment plan to work. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We spent 20 minutes like getting into the nitty gritty, but it's new and I feel like it's important that we talk about those things that are going on um, with me and the reason for this podcast. Um, you know, I feel closer to you guys already, you know, whether it's one of you or zero listening, I'm going to still be talking and that's word. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some of the things that we d- can do to help improve some of our or help manage our symptoms um, first. So um, we have to start taking an inventory of ourselves, right? Um, journaling was always really hard for me to do. Um, in the past, I experienced like worsening symptoms of depression when journaling. Um, I would suggest reading this book by giving a fuck. <laughs> it was sort of game changing in terms of my anxiety. Um, you know, you library card boo, you don't have to buy that book. Borrow that book. Look on Amazon, get that book for a discount price used. You don't have to buy everything new and shiny. Trust me, I know. So I'm telling you right now, um, you could get it from the library, buy yourself a dollar notebook, and take some notes on your book. Like, really take it in, really get everything that you can out of that book. Or any book that you feel like will kind of help you take a self-inventory on your anxiety first. So, um... After you do that, um, another way that you can help ground yourself where we can eventually get to the point where we can kind of clock our symptoms, at least this is how I've done it. I did a lot of breath work, meditation, and um, burning sage and palo santos while I'm doing that. Palo santos especially. I don't really like the smell of sage to be honest. But, I mean, it's supposed to be calming, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm just being delusional about it. <laughs> I should really just probably burn the Palo Santos and call it a day. Um, but breath work is huge. Center yourself. Put your palm on your chest. Really feel your body. Feel every cell in your body. And you can do the same thing that I did at the beginning of this podcast. Breathe in for four seconds, hold it, breathe out for four seconds, hold that for four seconds. And you'll just really notice how much more grounded to your environment you are. I I don't know, I feel kind of a buzz after I finish 
doing that breath work, like, my body is just, like, vibrating and really feeling that energy, which is wonderful for you to get out of your head and slow down for a second. And that really does help you figure out, hey, let me take an inventory of what's going on with me. After you do those things, like, once you start to feel some of that calm coming out of your body, sit down and open up that journal. Open your iPad, open it up to GoodNotes or uh, Notability or uh, the Notes app on your phone. Whatever you got, girl, like, construction paper from your kids. I don't care. (laughs) Get yourself a pencil your apple pencil your fingers get to texting writing um scribbling abbreviating scratch note paper i don't care write everything that comes to your mind you can do that you can go to pinterest and just type in journal prompts inner work journaling journal prompts healing journal prompts um spiritual awakening journal props anything any realm and what that's gonna start doing is getting your brain to think freely your brain will start to um kind of think things through more deeply automatically it'll be like your brain will be like wow like i started um kind of rationalizing some of the things that I was doing or the things that I was thinking that were irrational just and not even on the subject that necessarily was most concerning to me like my um symptoms um it could be anything honestly like some things were like prompts about who do I look up to who would I like to see for and hang out with for one day if I had the chance those those types of things those even open your brain up to um different possibilities um a deeper deeper level of understanding excuse me i might need to drink a sip of water give me a sip the podcast girlies didn't tell me we had to drink water I'm sorry for that god-awful sound. (laughs) Okay, I'm back now. So, once you have done the journaling for a while, you're going to notice that um, when it comes to intrusive thoughts, when it comes to um, irrational um, reasons for procrastinating, you're going to start to rationalize them just without thinking about it, which will eventually lead you to be able to more clearly notice your symptoms and better communicate those to your um, your physicians, um, to your therapist, to yourself, which is extremely important too. So let's talk about some of these self-care things that we can do um, that'll help release some dopamine and some serotonin um so the thing that's really been working for me has been um working out and focusing on a whole foods diet so let's talk about the whole foods diet first because i feel like 
it's most important um you know they say uh, that diet is 90 percent and exercise is only 10 percent or 80 percent and 20 percent i've seen that too so anyway it's a small percentage as you're working out and most of it has to do with healthy eating and i really think that you can heal your bra- your body um if you start treating food as fuel and start putting nutritious things in your body um i also think it's important to still have um you know things that make you happy things that you're craving in your meals but just make sure that the foundation is whole foods um you know as much as you can switch to a non-processed diet switch to organic foods um get rid of those red five dyes those um you know those antibiotic treated animals and animal byproducts um and you're honestly gonna feel a difference like you'll like honestly like the energy that I feel through taking care of my body with my food is awesome don't let it get yourself to a place that's unhealthy for you um of course if you're like going through some things or you have like some issues with ed um definitely talk to your physician and see if they can get you set up with a dietitian or a nutritionist so that it doesn't become restricting that it doesn't become um dangerous um but the whole foods diet color in every meal just makes me internally bright and I hope it makes you internally bright too I really want you to focus on it it'll be awesome um and the other component that is great for alleviating some of your symptoms or giving you some structure in your life is exercise and you can do that any way that you want to I'm going to talk about a few ways to get some exercise in um you know, cost-effective, and we'll just keep going up, like, you know, in terms of, like, cost, you know, we'll start with the cheapest thing, which is working from home, or, sorry, (laughs) working from home, working out from home. There is a million YouTube videos on all different types of exercises. Um, You can put in that you have zero equipment, um, You can use a towel as a yoga mat. You can fill up um, a gallon jug of water or fill up old milk cartons with water and use those as weights. There is always a solution to um, the cost associated, right? So those are some small things that you can do to help you work out from home. If you want to get outside and get some sunlight, some vitamin D, which is amazing for you. I take vitamin D every day. Um, Probably will take it for the rest of my life. Um, My physician's assistant um, was adamant that I should be taking it daily to help with my symptoms. Um, So you can also step into the sunlight and just stand in the sunlight for five minutes 
and absorb that vitamin D naturally as well. Um, some people still need supplements. Talk to your doctor, though. I'm not a physician. Um, but you can go outside and run. Google all these different hiking trails, biking trails if you have a bike. Um, if you live in the D, I'm from the D. If you live in Detroit, uh, there's a few places that you can go. Um, that I 100% approve of and were zero cost to me. Um, so we downtown Detroit, you have the river walk. And if you walk, um, I'm sorry, directionally challenged. But if you Google it, <laughs> um, adjacent to the river walk is the Quindercut Greenway. It's an old abandoned railway that the city converted into a walking green space um, for biking or walking that goes all the way through to Eastern Market from um, the riverfront. Um, along that route um, of the walking biking path, it's paved. Um, but along that route, there's beautiful artwork done by local artists, um, graffiti artwork all along that they um, redo, I believe, every year. Um, and they also have um, some community initiatives where there are some workout equipment that you can find along the walking route that is 100% free to use. They're also in some of the metro city parks um, definitely in the Detroit city parks. I've seen them in, um, parks near my house. Um, I will not be sharing that location, but there, there are plenty out there. Just Google. Google is your friend, guys. Um, so, uh, in your city, you can look for something similar. Um, also, if you live in the metro area, um, I just recently went to the Clinton Trails, which was really, really nice. So nice. But we're off. We're off. It's, there's a lot of mosquitoes. But it was very calm. Everyone that was walking the path is really nice. Um, and there's heavy traffic on the path, so you can feel safe. So those are two options, um, locally for me. Um, but again, Google is your friend. Just Google... Uh, trails near me um, you know maybe just walk your neighborhood listen girl even if it's rough you can walk it in the daytime I promise just walk up and down your black if you have to but those are some free ways to get in some exercise so we're gonna move up next to like my next tier which is um Look, if you have your own insurance, look into whether or not your insurance has a fitness initiative program attached to it. Um, my personal um, health insurance has um, Active and Fit Direct Club, which allows you to join as many gyms as you want in the area. So you can join, I'm a member of LA Fitness, um, powerhouse and um crunch fitness um and i could add anytime all types of stuff um 
for a flat rate of $28 a month. Um, your first initial fees will include the next month's um, membership. So try to make sure that you start your membership at the beginning of the month, active and fit direct, so you can get the most money out of your membership. Because even if you start on the 30th of September, you're still going to get charged $28 for September. Um, but that one is really great. You just pick up, you go to each gym, and you need to just pick up um, a keychain so that you'll be able to scan in at each gym. Um, and they might have you sign like their waivers and all of that stuff attached to that personal gym. But your um, $28 will go to Active and Fit Direct each month. Um, there's also Class Pass, which is a great option. Um, I've been using this month, especially if you need to get out of the house. So, um, I know for me, I'm pretty sure for everyone, Class Pass gives you one month free with, um, 28 credits. Um, and if you're interested, you can message me and I'll send you the link because they gave me a referral code that will give you an extra 20 bonus points. You don't have, uh, you don't have to do it. It's just, you know, 20 extra points if you wanted to work out three times a week. Because I use both the Active and Fit Direct and um, the Class Pass. So if you wanted to work out just solely on Class Pass, um, the 20 bonus points might um, be nice to allow you to go to more classes. Um, so just like let me know and I can always send you that information um, again don't have to do it um, but if you want to it's out there and I'm willing to offer that information up to you um, and then there are tons of apps that have subscriptions that can cost as low as zero dollars a month and um, the highest I've seen is like $20 a month, which if you really factor into it, if you can afford the $20 for McDonald's or Burger King or uh, Chipotle or Chick-fil-A, you can afford the $20 a month to work, work on your health, right? And um, it'll be something that you can use as many times as you want or more. Um, these are some of the ones that I recommend. I recently started using the Peloton app, which is $12.99 a month if you do the monthly. Um, obviously, if you do yearly, you're going to save more. But um, we broke baddies over here for now. <laughs> we working on the success component. But, so, I'm paying the $12.99. Actually, I think they give you a month free subscription, too. So, I'm, I got that one for free as well. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me. It could be a week. But, um, my aunt has a Peloton bike. So, I go over her house and, um, work out on the Peloton bike. Um, you can also use any bike. It doesn't have to connect like have to be a peloton bike you could go to the gym that you got your 28 dollar subscription through thanks to me 
you know (laughs) but you can go to the gym and go into their cycling room when they're not having class and set up your phone and follow the workout from your phone on the app you can say that you have absolutely no equipment and they will filter all their results to only be workout classes with no equipment so that you can still enjoy your workout um another one that i've tried that i've liked is the aloe app um i have not tried all aspects of the aloe app um I really just used it for Pilates, um, but they have yoga, meditation, and I believe strength training on there. Oh, by the way, Peloton has the cycling, rowing, strength training, stretching, which the foam roller routine. I'm going to have to look up that girl's name, but it's amazing. Um, you also have treadmill workouts and um, sculpting workouts, I believe. So there's a lot of variety there. There could be tons more that I just haven't noticed. Um, There's also the Nike Fit Club app. The Nike Fit Club component is free. I think you can sign up for like Nike Fit Club Plus or something or Nike Plus or something like that. And, um, that's obviously a paid subscription that allows you access to more workouts, but there's plenty of workouts on the free part of Nike Fit Club. Um, the app, I feel like, isn't as easy as I'd like to navigate, or at least compared to, like, say, the the Peloton app or, um, the Aloe app, but I still think it does a great job, um, Don't forget that your gyms also sometimes have apps um, involved with them that you can do um, home workouts on uh, no additional cost. Um, There's also the Nike Run app, if I think it's Run Club, (laughs) Um, that you can use um, if you prefer to do like some running training or some walking training. There's also Zombie Run, which is a really fun one. Um, It's training you to do, to run um, with this whole storyline where you're in a post, uh, this whole storyline where you're in a post-apocalyptic society and you start the journey being on your own and you happen upon a group who is trying to get you to safety so it has like you'll hear like helicopter sounds like when you're running towards the helicopter or you'll hear like the zombies like um behind you (laughs) and they encourage you to run a little bit faster and it's a little fun and especially if you live in the d i've ran it um while running through Dequinder Cut and kind of the the way they describe it, um, Dequinder Cut feels like perfect for that environment. So, you know, if that's something that you're interested in and you live in the D, that would be fun. Definitely. Um, and that's it for my workout stuff. Let's talk about a few more things. Um, 
in addition, another great thing is focusing on your skincare. There's so much um, joy, so much peace in your routine that you don't even realize it. Um, my One of my friends is really into Korean skincare and she got us all kind of into it as well and I don't know why but I get joy out of padding products into my face and spending 15 minutes doing that um I don't have a gua sha but I do it with my hands (laughs) I promise you you can make it work when you don't have the tools um you don't have to buy the expensive stuff that's at Ulta or Sephora Look on Amazon. There's a ton of like low cost Korean skincare brands and a lot of their products are really clean with their ingredients as well. Even just like flossing my teeth has become a ritual that makes me feel human. It makes me feel myself like um, spending like 10 minutes on my oral care sounds crazy, but it like makes me feel like I'm starting the day as my best self where for like many many now years I have not felt like I was starting my day as my best self I've always felt super tired and didn't want to do anything and rolled out of bed and brushed my teeth and threw deodorant on and left the house um So that's been something really, really great for my routine as well. Um, And I'm going to talk about something that a lot of people, I don't think, um, give it its flowers. Sometimes you just need to veg out. Like, sometimes you deserve a 10-minute TikTok scroll or an hour TikTok scroll. If that's going to get you out of your hole, like, if that's going to get you out of your depression that's your self-care that's your coping mechanism that's okay for you to do if you need to binge watch a tv show or if you need to cry or you need to watch sex in the city and wonder why carrie makes all these horrible fucking choices (laughs) then you should do that like pop yourself don't self-medicate but pop yourself open a glass of of wine or um, a poppy or some kombucha if you want to be healthy with it or some matcha anything coffee espresso whatever you want I'm gonna name all the beverages if I don't stop um but you know give yourself that time like make yourself kind of romanticize your life in every chance that you get um and those things are really gonna help ground you and keep you from feeling overly depressed overly anxious and in all that time that you spent working on yourself maybe you notice some improvement in your symptoms maybe you don't but guess what we spent that time on ourselves, and now they we finally can get in to see our psychiatrist or the medication that we got put on this time is finally working for us it's not about um being a permanent solution to your issues but at least something temporary 
that lessens the strain that your issues cause you. I don't know. I feel like this ended up being a really good first podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed it and want to stick around and get to know me. Um, And I hope to get to know all of you guys. Um, I'm hoping it becomes, you know, you guys or you guy or you girl or you non-binary person or you cat or you goldfish, anything. Or it could just be me. Honestly, I could just listen to this podcast and get something out of it too. But I hope that um, some of you guys decide to stick around. I had a great episode Um, remember it takes a day at a time and I'm going to end the episode off by reading off my weekly report and we'll end it off with a quote and we'll see you next time so if you guys aren't familiar with the weekly report I don't know I just think it's such a like delusional like hot girl it girl thing to do (laughs) so I want to share mine with you guys so right now I'm reading boundaries um I I slipped up you guys I was talking to my ex and realized that hey girl You don't need to talk to anybody until you fix those boundaries. So that's why I cracked open that book. And if you're having those issues, maybe you need to crack it open too. It's available on Kindle Unlimited as well. So um, if you have Kindle Unlimited, go ahead and download her. Um, If you don't, um, Kindle Unlimited allows you to check out 20 books, uh, part of their selection each month. For I think ten ninety nine it was nine ninety nine but of course COVID raised every price, um, but um, I believe they give you a, a f- one month free trial. Sometimes they might give you like three months for ten ninety nine. Sometimes once before I got like three months for three ninety nine. They do all types of deals. So sometimes you can catch it where you're not spending as much money. Um, but if all else fails, girl, open up that wallet, get that library card out, and get to the library and get to step in. Um, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't realized it, uh, the weekly report you spell out report. I should have probably mentioned that before I started, but we'll continue. So for me. For my E, I have eating. I've been eating a lot of salmon, which has a lot of anti-inflammatory properties and um, is rich in omega-3s and just so delicious. My favorite food. So, salmon, for sure. Um, I've been playing Like That (laughs) by Stunna Girl featuring JT because I don't know why, but it makes me feel like that bitch. And... Everybody needs to feel like that bitch. Like, if you don't feel like that bitch for yourself, um, people aren't going to treat you like you want to be treated. Like, people aren't going to treat you like you're that bitch. Because if you don't believe it yourself, how is somebody else going to believe it? So, I don't know. You're always going to have, like, a hot girl song that makes you feel like your best. 
Um, for my obsession, my obsession lately has been Pilates through ClassPass, which has been awesome. Um, I've tried Club Pilates, and I'm going to try Solid Core tomorrow. Um, I do Matt Pilates too, but I've just really found the practice to be um, great with the breathing exercises involved with the mind-body connection that's involved. It, you, you feel like you're getting a sense of relief. Um, from, sorry guys, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you, you feel like you're getting a sense of relief and your workout isn't, um, intense and it's a low impact workout it's great for you um in terms of recommendations croissant croutons baby go to costco get yourself some croissants dice that bad boy up throw it in your toaster oven or your oven let it crisp up throw it on top of a salad with your salmon it's fucking banging. You will thank me. Um, and treating. Treated myself to the most luxurious pedicure ever. They literally massaged my arches. Stretched out my ankle joints. Pulled my toe joints. It was the best thing ever and let's end it off with a quote guys hopefully i can end each episode off with a quote that follows the theme um so this one let's see if you <laughs> let's see if you kind of catch the vibe the the journey of a thousand steps begins with one step so take your step today or tomorrow or now while you're listening to the podcast. Love you guys. See you next week, homegirls. Bye.